0: And so when we active listen, we're trying to get the message across to them that I I do hear you. I hear you. It does, again, doesn't mean you're going to agree with it, but you're listening. Teenagers yearn to be heard. So again, that eye contact, really giving them your full attention, putting down anything that might be distracting or you have in your hands. And if it's not a good time to talk, you could say, hey, I really want to hear what you have to say. I need... 10 more minutes, or I need another hour, I'm working on this project, or whatever it is, but then I do wanna hear what you have to say. And when we do that, how does that impact teen self-esteem? You know, Telling them that you're important enough that I wanna basically stop everything and hear what you're saying because you're just that important, and what you have to say is just that important. And this is about the things that you can control within the home, And one of them is that.
1: Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee.
0: It's Renee Sinning, teen life coach and parent partner. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Okay, so it is May and it is actually National Teen Self-Esteem Month. And those of you that have been listening to me know that Teen Self-Esteem is my jam. It's the name of my company, which is Teen Esteem Academy. And I'm all about helping teens to improve their self-esteem. And so because it's Teen Self-Esteem Month, I am going to challenge myself to run a podcast podcast. I I would like to say 30 podcasts in 30 days. I know that's not going to happen. So we're going to give, I'm going to give myself grace, but I am going to do a lot of podcasts this month on boosting teen self-esteem at home, because the truth is that's the piece of their lives that you can impact and that you have control over when they're outside of the home. They have all kinds of things coming at them that could impact their self-esteem, like uh, peer pressure Social media pressure, uh, stuff coming at, negative messages coming at them from wherever, from school, from friends, from fellow classmates that are not friends, from sports that they might be in, or activities or clubs, whatever. TV shows even. There's so many things coming at teens to impact their self-esteem outside of the home, and we have no control over that. So. I'm going to attempt at least multiple times a week throughout the month of May to do a podcast on things you can do at home to boost teen self-esteem. So I'm calling this the Boosting Teen Self-Esteem at Home series. And so today what I'm gonna talk about is active listening. And if you have done my free online challenge, you have an idea of what I'm talking about. But active listening is really important because so many teenagers feel like they are not being listened to. Now, of course, perception is reality. So that could be that you are doing everything right and they still are, you never listen to me, and so and so, right? It just happens. But regardless of that, we don't control them. We can only control how we show up. And so, one way that we can boost teen self esteem at home is by practicing active listening in our connections with them, in our communication, in our conversations with them. And so, what does active listening look like? So, there are things you can do, a few things you can do. Active listening is when you are listening to hear what they're saying, not to think about what you're going to say next. And so, This really shows them and gives them the message that what they have to say is important. It doesn't mean you're going to agree with everything they have to say. It means you are willing to listen and to hear them. Because again, I hear from teenagers every single week that they don't tell their parents things because they feel like they aren't listened to. And they might get responses like, because, well, you know, it is what it is. It's fine. I remember when I was a teenager, it'll be, you'll get over it. And uh, you do what I say, whatever. They, many teens, unfortunately, get a lot of negative messaging from parents. Now you're on listening to this podcast, so that probably is not you. But nonetheless, all of us can practice active listening because I can say that when my kids were teenagers, it's not something I even knew about. And so it's not something I always practiced, right? And so now I know. So I'm going to share with you because I know it's just that important. In your relationship with your teen. And so by practicing active listening, you can bridge that gap, any kind of communication gap or connection gap that might be in place. And even if you don't have one, you can improve the connection and communication and relationship that you already have. So active listening, again, is listening with the intent to hear what they're saying, not to think about what you're going to say next. And so how you can practice that is eye contact, putting down your phone, not looking at your screen or your computer really engaging in what they ha- what they say if you don't really understand what they're saying, or it doesn't make sense to you, active listening might look like you saying something like, wait, can you explain that again? I really want to understand what you're saying, and I'm not quite getting it, right? You can be honest with them and say, I don't get it. I don't know what you're talking about. Please explain that to me again, because again, you're giving the message that, hey, I do want to hear what you have to say. You are important. Your words are important, and I am here to listen. So really, that, that Face to face contact, the eye contact, the asking them to repeat something if you don't understand it. And another way to let them know that you are listening to what they have to say is by repeating it back to them. You could say something like, Oh, so what I'm hearing is ABC. You know, what I'm hearing is that you're really frustrated because what I'm he- hearing is you're angry because is that right? And so when we active listen, we're trying to get the message across to them that I I do hear you. I hear you. It does, again, doesn't mean you're going to agree with it, but you're listening. Teenagers yearn to be heard. So again, that eye contact, really giving them your full attention, putting down anything that might be distracting or you have in your hands. And if it's not a good time to talk, you could say, hey, I really want to hear what you have to say. I need... 10 more minutes, or I need another hour, I'm working on this project, or whatever it is, but then I do want to hear what you have to say. If you can put down what you're doing and stop in the moment, that's always, um, I always suggest you do that, because teenagers, you know, are not open all that often, and so when they come to us, and or they're ready to talk, If we can stop what we're doing and be there for them and listen, then I always suggest we do that. But if you can, we can let them know, still, you're important. I want to hear what you have to say, and I want to be able to be fully engaged. So I'm going to come and find you in 10 minutes or 15 minutes or an hour or or whatever that is. You're giving them still the message that they're important. And another way we can show active listening is body language, not having our arms crossed or looking at the floor. Again, that eye contact, that open body language basically telling them, I'm here to, I'm here to listen. I want to hear what you have to say. And when we do that, how does that impact teen self-esteem? Because again, a lot of times teenagers feel not listened to and out in the world, they might not be listened to. And they might be getting those messages from their teachers or their friends or whatever, that what they have to say isn't important. So this is about the things that you can control within the home And one of them is the active listening, because a lot of times as parents, we listen, but we're already already kind of starting to think about what we're going to say. That's not active listening. So it's really listening to what they have to say and giving them that message that they are important. And that's the teen self-esteem piece, you know, telling them that you're important enough that I want to basically stop everything and hear what you're saying because you're just that important and what you have to say is just that important. And that is one way in the home that you can boost their self esteem. It's something within your control. Now, if you haven't been doing that to this point, that is okay. No judgment, parents. We are not perfect. We are all works in progress, right? On a journey to better ourselves. And so start from scratch, right? If active listening is something you haven't done in the past, maybe you never even heard that term, start from scratch. It doesn't matter. But the more you practice it and the more that they get the message that what they have to say is important and the more likely they are to come to you to talk about the things that really matter versus going outside of the home to their friends, to the internet, to Google, whatever. And so, yeah, that is tip number one on this series, uh, which is better or boosting teen self-esteem in the home. Also parents, on May 12th, and this is 2022 in case, you know, this podcast is still going years from now, but May 12th, 2022, I will be running a free um, uh, parent training, parent masterclass, whatever you want to call it, called boosting teen self-esteem through better understanding their emotions their um, and the brain. The teen brain is kind of an enigma in itself. And it's something we don't always think about. So that is May 12th at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. If you are interested in that, just send me a DM, send me a message, send me an email, find me on the internet somewhere and I will get you the link to register for that. It's free, again, 7 p.m. May 12th on a Thursday. And navigating teen self-esteem through better understanding the teen brain and their emotions. If you're not part of my Facebook group, I would love to have you there. And I have quite a few things in the works for the next upcoming months to be able to support um, like all parents. So all parents have an opportunity, depending on where you are and what you might want support on, if that's you. And so that's that. And again, I'm Renee Sinning, Teen Life Coach and Parent Partner. Thank you for listening. I will be back multiple times this week to give you tips on boosting teen self-esteem in the home. See you soon.
1: for joining us this week on the empowered parent podcast. Be sure to subscribe. So you'll never miss a show while you're at it. If you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to Renee to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.